Guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. I am your host, Travis D. Uh, Cartoon Joe can be with us tonight. He has to do uh, Jesus stuff, uh, sermons, thingies. I don't know what he really does. Uh, something with the Lord. I don't like to interfere in that business. Um, so, uh, I'm not alone. Uh, I mentioned, I believe, recently on uh, one of our uh, shows that uh, we're going to have the uh, hosts both of them, of Babes and Lore back onto this freaking show. Since they just wrapped up the first season of Supernatural, we want to kind of touch base and see how they've been doing so far. So I got Lindsay and Morgan here. You guys can say hi at this moment if you like. Hello. Hello. God, you don't, you don't have to, like, force out the hello. <laughs> We're so happy to be here, Travis. We're just happy. <laughs> I get it, but the hello sounds so scripted. <laughs> you literally just told us to say hello. Oh well, yeah, but it's, I mean, when you say hello, you're like hello, not hello, like you're like you're reading a fucking script or something. Here's here's the one thing I will tell you that I really look forward to one day, because uh, still at this point, um, I never met Lindsay in person. It uh, will be documented when it happens, though. Don't worry, it'll happen. I I I believe that one hundred percent. Um. Here's the thing, though. I wish that I have found a way to tell you guys apart verbally. <laughs> even even though I had you guys on the show uh, last October, and even though I was just on your show uh, a few weeks ago, and now that you're here, I still can't tell who is talking. Well, that's sad, especially since you listen to our podcast every week. But the thing is, like, so here is it. You guys, you guys have... Uh, you don't have the same cadence in your voice, but your tones are very similar. Well, everybody thinks we're sisters, so. That's true. It's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. The big Only black. in the eyebrows. Huh? Only in the eyebrows. It's, well, I mean, we both have, like, you know, we sport the bushy eyebrows, man, from day one. You know, we I, well, I never thinned mine out. I don't know if you did, but we both have curly, dark hair and glasses and bushy eyebrows. That's about it. <laughs> And apparently we have the same tone. To and our apparently voice. we have the same tone to our voice. All right. Well, hold on. Let, let me let me try it out. Let me see if I let me see if we can figure this out before we dive into your show. So uh-huh. I just need I need one of you just to say something, and I'm going to try to guess on who it is. Hi, Travis. <laughs> that is Lindsay. Good job. <laughs> is that it? Yep, you got it. Excellent. That I don't think that's going to help at all. Um, <laughs> Uh, but so uh, I want to have you. I want to have you guys back on, and I think this is actually a perfect opportunity because I, I believe uh, from what you said in your uh, your last episode that you're playing like a week uh, a week break in between uh, doing the season. Is that correct? Yes, a spring break. Number what you, two. What are you eating right now? <laughs> I told her, <laughs> but she didn't listen to me. So yes, we took a, we did take a week break in between season one and um, season two. So season two will start next week. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And uh, so we thought perfect opportunity uh, because originally I think the idea was well at least I had a thought was like oh well, and you know what this is exactly what happened. I told Joe that oh we're gonna have the Babes of Lore back on in October. Um, but then I was like why wait? 
I mean, I could. I could easily have you guys back in October. I'd love to, I'd love to have you guys on as much as possible because Aww. you are you are delightful to talk to, regardless of your opinions on uh, John Winchester. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Right. If, oh, if you listen to last week's episode in the season finale, I was slightly nicer. She was. You were, and you actually kind of agreed with me slightly. Only a little um, bit. <laughs> only a little bit, yeah. Which which is fine because I mean, normally people want to disagree with me because I'm a Kind of a douchey guy when uh, when I give my opinions, but once people start listening to him more, I get this a lot over on JFW where people are like, "Oh, Travis, he's an asshole." But once they actually listen to it for a second time, they're like, you know what, he ain't that wrong. Hey, I like to think I'm I'm pretty right about some of my opinions as well, but um, all of her opinions. <laughs> See, this is perfect. You guys should keep doing this because now I know the person that has their food in their mouth when they're talking is Morgan. I'm sorry, I had. My post-workout meal. I couldn't just stuff it down my throat. I'm sorry. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. Anyway, so okay, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Supernatural. Uh, I want to talk about how you guys are progressing through your first season. Before we do any of that, I want to remind our listeners that uh, if you're a fan of comics and you like collecting them or reading them, make sure you go to CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got it all. Go to CarterComics.com. Check out all their amazing selections. Fill up your cart. Use the discount code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but also on their four different eBay accounts. And you can find links to each of those accounts just at their homepage at CarterComics.com. Use the discount code at eBay, whether you bid or buy outright, because our discount code of 10% off using FREAKNET Will you will work on their eBay as well. Again, it's a discount code, not a promo code, because discount codes can be used over and over and over and over and over and over again. Not once not not a one time deal like promo codes. Promo codes suck. Again, cardcomics.com, one stop shop for all your comic needs. Okay, guys. Season one of Super, season one of Supernatural is now officially over, according yeah. to the Babes of Lore. So um I wanna kinda I wanna kinda get into the uh into your thoughts and I don't know how easy this will be for you guys or not, because the first episode you put out, we're looking at about 22 weeks ago, uh, give or take. So if you guys can remember back, I want you guys to kind of give me an idea of how you felt doing your very first episode. I want to start there and kind of work our way here to the end. Yeah. Um, who's talking first? I, I, I can talk first. It's fine. Any, okay. Anyone who doesn't have food in their mouth at the moment may talk. I don't have any chicken in my mouth. Thank you. Anyway. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You, you were eating chicken? Chicken and rice and quinoa. Oh, quinoa, gross. What kind of chicken? Was it? Did you cook it? Did you buy it somewhere? It's just baked chicken. Oh, uh, okay. So you made it at home. Yeah. So like the healthy crap. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. You know, chicken's also delicious after an interview, but hey, whatever you want to do. Uh, I had a 45-minute window. Okay. Anyway, I told her it was rude. I gave her 12 minutes, and she didn't listen to me. So back to your question, Travis. <laughs> um, so going into the first episode, we I mean, at least I was pretty nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just thinking about, oh, my God, we're going to record ourselves, and we're going to put it out into, like, the ether, and, you know, when you have a tendency to put things out into the ether, especially the internet, um, you know, people can be kind of mean. And fortunately, we've not had that experience. But, um, you know, it's, it's a little nerve-wracking, and you have to be kind of vulnerable. Um, I, uh, I think I definitely tried too hard. As my brother told me, <clears throat> his words exactly were, 
I listened to the first six minutes, and that's six minutes of my life that I won't get back. And he said that I was trying too hard to be funny and that I just need to be myself. I don't think he's listened to an episode since. <laughs> well, well, I, see, here, here, and here's the thing. Like, I, I don't agree with your brother at all. Um, I didn't think you were funny at all. Uh, oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I am totally kidding, 100. Um, no, I, I think I think what works well for you guys, and I I actually went back and I was listening to the interview we did with you guys before your first show even came out. Um, which I actually loved doing that when I was thinking about because at first when initially I saw on the Joe, I was like, hey, here's here's our situation. So the Babes of Lore is going to put out an episode, and I believe it was. It was either the Wednesday following the end of uh, Halloween, or it was like maybe like the first Wednesday into uh, November. I can't quite remember which Wednesday it was, but um, I know we interviewed you guys before your first show went out. And when I was talking to Joe, I was like, "Okay, here's the situation we have. I want to have the Babes of Lore on, and I want to talk about their show, but I want to do it during this freaky show because Halloween, Supernatural, and everything kind of all ties together." And it's like it's weird thinking that we're going to interview somebody who hasn't put the content out yet, because typically we kind of talk about what the content is, not what the content's going to be. And when I went back and I was listening to the interview and everything, one of the things I remember talking about, especially in that interview, and I think we talked a little bit about when the interview was over, is that I think I think there's banter between you guys that just would work. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with family. I mean, me and Joe are, you know, we're step-siblings and everything, and we've known each other going on I think nineteen years, something like that, give or take. Um and doing obviously podcasting together for eight years, uh we developed uh just a, a back and forth banter and everything and with you guys it, it just kinda clicked and I think a lot of that's doing with you guys being cousins. Uh, and I don't know what your brother was talking about. Sounds like he's full of shit. I don't know. Never met the guy. Um Wow. Yeah. But you could tell him that. I have no his, problem. His eyes are brown, so there we go. So ah, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 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 the and and the problem with uh, listeners like your brother is that you have to give shows an opportunity, um, regardless of how you feel within the first six minutes. The first six minutes is really just kind of an introduction and talking, especially like what you guys do. I love how you guys don't like just start up and dive right into the show. There's there's a banter there. You know, kind of like uh, I don't know, like a monologue kind of thing, or whatever the hell you want to call it, to where you open up the show, and I think that's incredible because it gives people more of an insight in who you are, and I think people connect better with listeners of podcasts when they kind of relate to them. Uh, I think a few times uh, one of you guys were sick, and you talked about that for a little bit. Uh, and I think doing stuff like that is incredible. So I'm glad you guys figured that out on your own, obviously. Um, but I mean, like, and I also mentioned the interview before is like what you guys are doing. It's not, it's not new, but it's different. You guys are doing it in a unique way, and um, uh, I'm trying to figure out how I want to answer. See, it's so much easier when Joe's here because he could tell me what I'm thinking because we're that <laughs> we're that in sync now. Um, but uh, when you guys got past the first episode and you kind of figured out what your format is, um. I know there were little things that you kind of changed and everything. I know season finale, you guys, you know, mentioned that you did something completely different uh, compared to like the first twenty twenty one. Was it twenty one? See, uh, episodes of the first season one or twenty two? Twenty two total, yeah. Twenty two total. So, 
So one through twenty one, you did differently than episode twenty two. I love I love the way you did in episode twenty two. Yes. Uh, especially being like buzzed while doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit. That was it. Was that was it? That was not acting. Like I really did not feel okay. Never again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I did not like it. It was so weird. <laughs> well, what was weird about it? Well, like I suffer from vertigo sometimes, and so it was almost like. I was going through, like, a vertigo spell, but the room wasn't spinning. But I still had, like, the fuzziness and the lightheadedness and everything. Like, moving felt weird. I tried to sit still because moving was, it just, uh, it was, it was a rough time. It was only, like, 45 minutes, so I think by the, by the very end, it was gone. So. I enjoyed it. (laughs) I've never been tipsy before, but you know what? It was a rough day, and I refused to let Zach drink my good vanilla rum that I can't get in town and so I was like uh 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 no you're not gonna finish my crap I don't think so and then yep <laughs> then I recorded so, a podcast <laughs> see, and that's another thing I love about you know this is this is how I learned the difference between you guys because one of you throws out crap and I know the other one would have said shit <laughs> and see I think uh, that's the other reason why we work so well together is because I'm completely unfiltered, and Morgan has this adorable, innocent filter on her. Oh, 100%. She is, she is definitely, like, like the the poster child for, like, Sunday schools. Oh, yeah, what? for sure. They should take her photo yeah. and oh plaster it all over everything. Yeah. No, I'm not that good. Okay, well, let me ask you a question, Morgan. Oh, boy. Okay. So I never asked you this before, so I don't uh-huh. know the answer. Have you ever participated in a Sunday school or a child daycare at church as an adult? No. Well, no. Mm. Like, my freshman year of college, I was still kind of sort of lingering as a youth group yeah. leader, but... Yeah, yeah. You want to know why? Because you look like that. <laughs> what? You like the kind of person that, like, if I saw you walking down the street, you would probably wear, like, a very long fucking dress that goes past the ankles because you don't show off the calves and shit. That's a no-no. Shame what? on you. That's right. Uh... There's, there's like three books in your hands. One's a Bible. One is like that fucking novel, like, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And I'm assuming a study book from college, which I'm assuming possibly would have been Olivet or some kind of Christian-based school, with your hair pulled back because that's how ladies are supposed to look, just looking down and quiet because you don't want to make eye t- contact with the boys because boys are evil. That's, oh, that's- Travis, Travis, oh, Travis, Travis. Yes. I cannot wait to meet you in person because <laughs> you and I are going to get along so no, well. This this is not allowed to happen. Like, absolutely like, not. Literally every single word out of your mouth is exactly what I would say. No! Right? Right? I am not a poster child no, of Sunday just, school. Just in general. Not just about you, but just in general. Oh my yeah, God. just 100% about you, though. Because I, I, like, no. when, I, when I look at you, that's exactly what I see. I'm like, oh, geez, she is definitely in like the front row pews at church. I'm not, even... not. It's row four. Okay. Row, row number four. four. Holy hell. With your family or by yourself? With your family, right? With Zach and my mom, yeah. Mm, perfect. Knew it. Shut and up. What kind of church do you go to? Is this it, is it, quite it, an interview. Is it, is it, well, we're going to get back to your podcast, but now we're trying to learn more about you guys. Hymns, right? You go to a church that has hymns, or is it more like the, the, the new age uh, rock music kind of uh, church? That's the new age stuff. Is it? Perfect. Okay. 
Quit eating on the interview. <laughs> hey, Travis, I have a confession to make. I, I, I'm hurting right here. I'm currently drinking alcohol. Oh, oh my gosh, it has five percent. I'm just saying. I texted. What is it? Though? Technically, it's what, gone. What is it? What are you drinking? It's something Morgan had in her fridge. It's exactly. simply spiked peach. Sunday. It's like a, it's a seltzer. Oh, okay. I'm a salsa person. I'm Me too. Corona's the best. Sunny D seltzer. Sunny uh, D. See, I, I love, I love Truly Teas. No. Or, uh, Corona. Or, you don't like Truly Teas? No. Truly's gross. I've had, I've had all of the seltzers. Corona is the best. But <laughs> have you, have you, do you like tea at all? Yeah, I love tea. So have the Truly Tea. It doesn't. It doesn't have that carbonation seltzer taste. It has a tea taste, a raspberry, a lemon. Uh, I believe there's like a maybe like a strawberry one or some of like that. They're phenomenal. And then uh, white claw black cherry is also on my top. I love anything cherry. Love cherry flavored anything. Doctor McGillicuddy's. If you love cherry, Doctor McGillicuddy's. Black cherry white claw is the only white claw worth drinking. It is very but good. I will tell you this. If you can get it, because it's hard to get, you should try cor- the Corona Salsa Pineapple, because the pineapple is the best flavor. It's hard to get, but it is. If you can ever find it, you should try it. I'm going to put them on this. God, we do got to meet. I know. Tell any man. No. You're married, right? I'm married, yes. I've been okay. married for almost 10 years. Don't you dare take her away from me. I would never. Listen. He's already thinking about it. You asked if she was single. No, I asked if she was married because I remember that being part of the conversation. She married your cousin. I remember. Uh-huh. See, I, I, I told you. Yeah. I, I, uh-huh. I, I just listened to the interview no more than two hours before we were recording here tonight. I just wanted, just wanted to make sure everything was good. Calm down. Hell's bells. <laughs> jeez. Jeez. Don't go all pews on me here, kid. Fuck. <laughs> But, okay, let me ask you guys this then, okay, because obviously you guys know you guys uh, work well together, um, but you do kind of have different personalities. That's obvious. Um, do you think that benefits you guys, do you guys agree it benefits you and your podcast then? Like how you guys can kind of, um, I guess the best way to explain it, like you have two magnets that you can kind of push together, and even though they're in the same uh, area, that they kind of push off each other. Do you think that's a benefit to you guys on your show? I definitely think so, because, you know, it's kind of like an opposites attract sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we balance each other out in, mm-hmm. you know, as far as humor is concerned. I mean, and we have some similar, you know, humors, you know, that's what she said sorts of things. But, <laughs> um, you know, I do think we balance each other out and it makes for even better banter um, as far as that goes. Yeah, but I think... Um I don't know, we have a lot of similar interests, so, like, our personalities, like, we both have the very sarcastic, sassy sense of humor, um, but, like, she cusses, I don't, she, I have a little bit more of a filter, she doesn't, um, but we do have, like, similar interests and stuff, so, yeah, I definitely think it's a really good balance of, like, what is similar, what is different, and... We don't. We definitely don't have to try hard. I, think, I mean, I think honestly, if we were more, I think if we were a more similar, more similar people in the way 
in our personalities, I think it would be boring mm-hmm. because it'd yeah. be like the two, it'd be like the same two people talking about the same thing and looking at things in the same way where she might see something or feel a certain way about something. And I may be on the opposite side of that or see something different. So mm-hmm. I think that that, you know, it makes it for a more interesting conversation instead of us both yeah. just having the same exact opinion about something. Yeah, but definitely, definitely not planned. Um, it all just like, Cause like there was one time like years ago when we were making Game of Thrones cakes and we were just joking around, having a great time. It, I don't think she got home until like 11 o'clock at night and we're like, we should be YouTubers. We are so funny. And like our moms were just sitting there just like, what are they doing? And we're just like, are we drunk or are we sober? I don't know. And it was cause we were just, I don't know. We were just being ridiculous and being hilarious and we're like we should film ourselves doing whatever it is we're doing because we're really funny and then years and years later we have a podcast <laughs> well what was the idea for youtube if you were to, was it going to be like a show like not i, I mean i guess it wasn't like a show based on supernatural no but like a baking show yeah like we were gonna we were gonna like bake and i, I think we we didn't really talk about it very seriously but it was gonna be something like a, you know are we sober or are we just funny or something like that and like, we were just gonna bake <laughs> yeah we were just gonna bake and then just banter and joke around and we are horrible at decorating cakes mm-hmm. and whatever like Lindsay can bake like no other but decorating is not our forte but she can at least it tastes good it doesn't have to look good it just tastes mm-hmm. good and so we were just having a fun time, um, just decorating cakes and it was just, yeah. And I think it, I think it may have planted the seed a little bit. So yeah. It kind of grew into what we're doing now. Yeah. Cool. Can I throw an idea out to you guys? Just, oh, well. just, as I sit here and listen to you, mm-hmm. you don't have to do this, but it'd be a pretty sweet fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Start, start a YouTube channel. You call it Babes of Lore, whatever. Um, and start cooking. Do the baking like you said it. Oh, and no. you call the show. Bake of lore. Oh my gosh. That is funny. Right. Well, well, Lindsay is starting like a little side hustle cookie business called the Cookie Babe. So that is kind of like a, like it's not supernatural based at all, but she just kind of kept the whole babe thing going and yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I think it's awesome. But what you could do is you could do Bake of Lore. You could do it on YouTube and you could pull up like old traditional like, like baking recipes and cook them and stuff, you know, bake them and shit like things from like the 1920s or the 1840s, you know, shit like that. And talk about the history of it. Man. Travis. Yeah, what's oh, up? I have a lot of stuff going on in my life. I do not need one more thing. <laughs> Very true. I mean, I'm just throwing an idea out there. I'm not saying you have to do it. It's just a judge. I'm just saying, bake of lore. You know, it's a good idea. And then I'm, you know, solid, I'll never solid. have to free time. I know. Solid, solid fucking idea. We're um, already like stretched, man. Like it's a miracle that we make time to do the podcast every week. Well, and I love that you guys are staying consistent with it. I know you've been taking. I know there was a couple breaks around the holidays and everything, which is totally understandable. We do it. Uh, we do that as well here uh, at the this freaking show. But uh, consistency was always the thing that I I pushed and encouraged people, even though I was a huge. Um, uh, problem when it came to consistency with our show. I mean, 
when I look at it, like we, we've been doing this for eight years. Technically, I should be at like four hundred, uh, four hundred episodes right now, and I think we're just on the uh, brink of like three hundred right now. So we are definitely way behind. Uh, but that's because I allow my personal problems to uh, affect my uh, social like life and my extracurriculars. Uh, been better, thank God. Uh, it's been a lot better, a lot easier to move forward with that. Um, but I remember when I was first listening, I want to say it was like maybe the first three or four episodes. And, uh, I was really like getting into like who you guys were personality wise. Um, obviously it's a little bit different when you're trying to figure out who the fuck is talking. But when you start to figure out who's who and the personalities of the people, uh, it's, it's hard to not compare you guys to Sam and Dean in Supernatural. You know, you got Lindsay, who's more Deanish. And, <gasps> what? And, <laughs> she, she's like, she's literally like putting her hand on her chest, like, oh, I love that. I was like, of course you love B. Jensen. He's a big thing. Well, well, just wait till I finish. Um, <laughs> and then you get Morgan, who's, you know, almost Sam like. Uh, and it's looking at more of like, you know, Sam, uh, in college and, you know, um, just living like that, that normal esque life, which when you look at, you know, Morgan, you think like, oh shit, she's a turkey sub. You know, very, you know, just, she's a sandwich. You know, not like, you know, there's no peppers and, you know, Italian dressing, lettuce, tomatoes, just turkey, cheese, and white bread. You know, in a very nice way. I'm just saying this in a very positive way. Your white bread. It's fine. You just called me a basic white girl, but it's okay. I called you a sandwich, which I'm a huge fan of sandwiches. It's a compliment. <laughs> I'm just saying, you could be more like Lindsay, who's on like a an artisan roll with like maybe like some you know Italian meats and cheeses like provolone or mortadella, capicola, bruschetta, you know shit like that. You know, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to give you guys an idea of my mindset going into this. I'm a fat guy. I love sandwiches. This she gets a bougie sandwich and I get white bread. White bread listen, sucks. Listen, Morgan, listen. You know, you 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 don't want to be you want you know throw some fucking mustard in your life. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Please be multi-grain bread, the healthy stuff. That's do you okay? Hold on. Do you think that's better? Definitely be multi-grain bread. The more seeds, the better. I don't touch that white bread crap. I'm all about the fancy multi-grain nonsense. So so just to be clear, you don't like the fact I called you a basic sandwich, but you think higher fiber makes you better? Yes. Oh, that stuff what? is important. I am like a new... Tr- uh, let the man finish his thought? Yeah, Jesus. Oh, sure. That's fine. Go, That's fine. Yeah, don't go all Genesis on me. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> um, but when you when you look at like the first few episodes of uh, of Supernatural in season one, before you start to dive into what happened to Sam and how it starts affecting him, you know, with the the flashbacks and the dreams and all that. Or not, not so much flashbacks, I'm sorry, but the dreams and the... Uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The... Um, where he sees the images. I can't remember what the hell they called it. Like his visions? visions? There you go. Visions. Thank you. God, thank, thanks, Lady Joes. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you, see a, you see a weird kind of uh, turn in their characters. Where Sam, or not, where Sam goes from being, you know, the normal guy to now he's more of the aggressor leading to the end of the season. You know, with the cult trying to get back into, you know, the house after the demon and then you see Dean, who, you know, is the hard-ass, but now he's kind of becoming more compassionate and more um, more of the emotional one in the group. And it's weird because, like, I don't remember that happening when I watched season one, you know, 
for the multiple time, but years ago, because I, I didn't start watching Supernatural again until you guys started your podcast. And I don't watch the episodes until your episode comes out. Um, but it's weird to see how their characters change so rapidly just in 22 episodes. And then when you look at the next, I don't know, what the hell is it, like 400 episodes to follow that's going to be happening or anything like that, um, you, you see how their, uh, their personalities go back and forth. So it comes a time where, you know, Morgan, who's, you know, the, the multi-grain turkey sandwich, is no longer Sam, but almost Dean-like. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, <laughs> but that's what I love about it. I think that's the biggest thing about your guys' personalities going into this show is that it 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 works together because it's completely separate. And it's like you said, I think I think that's what makes the balance of your of your show works because it's not so you know, straightforward, cut and dry, you know, this is the BBC, the British bullshit channel, where, you know, you have, like, people who are in total agreement of what's going on, like, you guys have your different, you know, perspectives on the show. And uh one of the bigger things I did love about, you know, the season finale, how you guys did it differently, and not the drunk part, but the fact that you watched it while doing the show, I think is absolutely incredible. Um I think it it, it develops a different perspective on the show. For you guys, because I mean, before you started doing this, when was the last time you watched season one? Like, actually watched season one? Oh goodness! <clears throat> I mean, for me, it's probably been a few years. Yeah, um, I binge watched like Supernatural like in college, I think, and that was like my first time being mm-hmm. exposed to it. So it's been it's been a hot minute. And so there are a lot of episodes where I'm like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> like, I remember the monster, but I don't necessarily remember how the story progressed, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, and that's another thing that I found out, too. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I didn't realize how many of the monsters I remembered were all in this season. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of very classic episodes in the first season, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of episodes that everyone kind of associates with Supernatural, Um, you know, as far as, I think season two will be that way a little bit, too, but. Um, definitely a lot of those really classic monsters, uh, for sure. I remember in the episode that you were on, you were talking about, I think we talked about it on air, not off, I can't remember. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But you had said something about how the storylines are going to progress and how there's going to be more research. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about all the stories we have coming. And so it's yeah. going to make the, because sometimes our research is like, what do we what do we look up? Or we've already talked about this, so we can't really look it up again. And so um, I'm excited for the research that is coming because we're going to have more detailed episodes. But, like, this is definitely just, like, the pilot episode, and it's hard to, like, not mm-hmm. talk about what happens later because, like, so much happens. And so it's hard to just, like, be moving at such, at the slower pace to, like, get up to, like, the really good stuff. Yeah, you know it's funny, and this is why my mind is not the best uh, best place to go to when you think about how things, what happened, anyways, is because what you just said, I'm pretty sure is exactly what you yourself said in your season finale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think I think you are correct because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she said because she's yeah. very excited about it. I mean, I'm okay if you want to give me credit for it. 
but I think that's exactly what you said on air in the season finale about the research, because I think the research is awesome with how you guys do it. And I know there are, there comes times where it is difficult to do the research on the shows. Um, and especially like not even so much finding something that's relatable to the, to the, uh, the episode, but I, I believe you said this too. It's like, how many episodes can you talk about demons? You know, it's like when, when the show, when the one episode is solely based on the demon, a demon, it's like, how much research can you find that's constantly about demons and how many times can you repeat it? Um, but like, I mean, obviously I think the first episode with, uh, the, uh, the lady in white, uh, there's so many, so much, I'll, I'll use the word, lore <laughs> out there that's related to the woman in white. Um, so I mean, that one, that one pretty, it's pretty simple if you want to search, you know, Resurrection Mary and all those other ones. I mean, I think there's ones out in California, uh, Nevada, shit like that too. Um, but I mean, when you sit there and you look at what's coming up, because I'm trying, and I'm trying to remember how many, which is weird, not binge watching Supernatural, because I binge watched it every single time I watched it. Um, except for this time, because like I said, I'm only doing it week by week. I want to follow you guys through the adventure here. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, what, what monsters did happen and what monsters still have to come? Cause I know there's like, I know there's one coming up. Like, I want to say it's either season two or season three, which is one of my favorite episodes. But I just can't remember what season it is. Is when they're staying at that, uh, kind of like a bed and breakfast, an old antique hotel with the old lady up in the attic. Um, so, you guys remember what I'm talking about? Yes. I love that episode so much. Yeah. So, I mean, I love stuff like that. I mean, I know that's like researchable. Um, I think there's, uh, I think there's a, a, an episode with like a killer clown in it. Um, things yeah, I'm like looking that. forward to those episodes. <laughs> those, those, I mean, the research on it, it's, it's pretty, I, I think you, you guys be okay on that. But then when you look at like the ones where it's like, okay, Dean was infected by a spirit or a monster that makes him scared to death. Yellow Fever? You mean literally the best Dean episode ever? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Mm. Let me ask you a question. Being uh, fans of Dean and women, what do you think it was the best? And I, I mean, this is going to, for those who don't know Supernatural, you may not know it, but those who do, well, which scene was better? The scene where he opens the cabinet, sees the cat, screams, says, that was scary. <laughs> or Sam and Dean putting themselves into a mental institute, getting caught by the nurse. Oh, Dean drops his pants and yells, pudding. <laughs> the cat one. That was scary. But they're both so good. I know. I, think, but I, got, I got to go with the pudding one. I think that's the funniest one. It, it's pretty funny because he truly did that on, like, well, the character did it on the fly. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't like you know, something was influencing him. He was like, how do we get out of this? Like, I'm going to drop my pants and act like a crazy person. It's great. because, And, you know, I keep saying this in the episodes. Dean is so smart. Yeah. And he he likes to play. They like to kind of play off that Dean is like, you know, Sam's so studious. He went to college. He's so smart, blah, blah, blah. And it's like Dean is is so intelligent and he thinks on his feet so fast. And yeah. he has all this knowledge, and it's just not, oh, I went to college knowledge. It's, like, street smart knowledge, and he just is so intelligent. Mm hmm uh, 100%, I agree. I think, uh, I, I, and I don't I don't know why, I, I, first of all, I don't know how they had the idea to develop the character like that. 
because I mean, obviously, when it when it comes to the hunting and everything, both guys are trained by John. Um, and obviously, they're you know, Dean's the one that has John's uh, journal, which I don't know if you guys had a chance yet. And I know I asked you this in October, and I'm pretty sure I asked you this a couple weeks ago. But the TV show Winchesters, 100% recommend you guys watch it if you haven't had a chance yet. Uh, because the season finale, um, incorporates a lot of what we learned in the beginning of Supernatural. Uh, John's journal starts up. They're in the car driving. They, I think they actually use, well, oh God, what the hell is that? Um, sh- driver picks the music, shotgun shuts their K-Cole, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so that's mentioned in that episode. And I still, I don't think they officially mentioned if they're going to do a season two yet or not. I hope they got it, do because I love the idea. Because first off, young Bobby Singer hasn't made an appearance yet, and that still bothers me. <laughs> um, but it's an incredible, it's an incredible story, and it's an awesome little twist, uh, with the last episode. And I don't know if you guys, like, I don't know if you guys are going to TikTok and seeing what happens in the last episode. Or went online to see what happens in the last episode, but it, it, it's an incredible season finale. But I don't want it to be a series finale. It's kind of like the ending to Supernatural, you know. Like, I wish they didn't use the last episode to end the fucking series. And I hope this isn't the end because they opened it up for so much more. Um, let me ask you guys about the end uh, season finale, though. Um, biggest question is. How did you feel about doing it differently, doing the watch along compared to, you know, watching it and then doing the show? Did you feel that it was easier or you guys liked it better? So I, I really just wanted to do, I wanted to do something a little bit different to celebrate the fact that we did, you know, that we made it to the season finale of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Listening back to it, because this, I don't know if this is narcissistic of me or not, but I always go back, I always go and listen to the episodes because I like to like give myself notes basically. Um, but going back and listening to it after we recorded it, it was like, it wasn't as broken up as I thought it was going to be. Like, like, um, I was worried that it was going to be like, um, obvious that we were pausing it watching it and coming back but it was just I felt like it was very fluid mm-hmm. um and it it was fun it was it was a lot of fun to watch it together and be able to be like oh my god we need to pause it right now and talk about this like mm-hmm. that part like was really great I don't and I'm, I don't think Morgan agrees with me but I don't think I want to do that every single episode by any means I think it's something special that we should save for certain episodes um, but it was definitely a lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's easier for, um, time, cause some of time, sometimes we struggle with making time to watch the episode and then do the research. And, um, honestly, there are times where Lindsay wouldn't have research and I did, or I wouldn't have research and Lizzie, Lindsay did, cause it's just like, I just didn't have time or, I just didn't know what to look up, what have you. And so um, when it comes to, like, like watching it together, it saves time, kind of. You know, like having to make time. But I definitely liked our live reactions. Because, um, I mean, yeah, like when you take notes, like you know what you want to talk about. You know what bothers you and you get excited because you're, like, bringing yourself back to the moment of watching it. But as you're watching it, it's just different. Um but, yeah, um, I had brought it up to Lindsay about, like, oh, hey, let's do this all the time. But then it would just make the research part 
a little bit more difficult because then, and like it would make the nights longer because like we're watching the episode and then we get through it and it's like, okay, well now we gotta do all the research depending on what the episode was. Like both with the season finale, we ended up not doing research because it was predominantly about demons and we had already met Meg and had a demon episode and all that jazz. And so we didn't do research, but, um, but yeah, it definitely was fun. I liked the real time like reactions to stuff because like literally we could get through like five seconds. Okay, pause it, and then we'd like rant about something. So it was definitely a lot mm-hmm. of fun, and um, I think it'd also be fun to do that with a guest too. I know like you've been on. Um, her brother's been on. Um, we want to get her husband on. We'll see because he's a big supernatural fan. But whether he'd do a podcast, I don't know. But I think that would also be fun. Um, with to try with a guest as well yeah um one thing i would recommend um if you guys wanted to try it obviously uh because if i'm understanding this correctly the only time you watched the show was during the recording correct for that episode correct yeah Yeah. so what i would recommend uh just for being me i would still watch the show do all your research and everything but then play it again while you're doing the recording you don't get like a first time real reaction if you do it that way. That yeah. what's the fun of that? Well, because for example, when I when I was on your show, I watched the episode, and then when I was on with you guys, I watched the episode while we were doing the show, and it helped me catch things that I missed the first time. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the weird the weird thing is, is like because like I said, I'm not going to tell you guys you know to change anything. I like what you guys are doing. You know, I'll throw you guys ideas here and there and all that shit, you know, because like I said, I want you guys to to succeed. I love what you guys are doing. And I think I think you guys are going to continue to grow and progress. And, you know, you know, it's going to be great for you guys. You know, for for being for being 22 episodes in, having the passion you guys have um, and having, you know, the support you guys have, I think is going to help you succeed so much more. And, uh, you know, never lose that, first of all. Oh, um, Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can be sweet. Um, because here's the thing: you're not gonna have that first time reaction ever because you've seen the show before. And, and yeah, so I mean, like, like, because obviously, you know, what you're doing here right now, and you know, again, we mentioned it has been, you know, you guys are detailing what happens in in the episode of Supernatural, you're finding, you know, pop culture references, which is phenomenal. And it's, it's weird, too, because, like, because we're looking at things that the years that we lived through, this isn't, like, something from, you know, the 80s that you're like, oh, wow, they actually did this. Like, like we lived this, you know. It's like a Supernatural started in, what, 2000, was it 2004? 2002. What? 2000, I thought it was 2005. What? She's Googling it. <laughs> Please Google it. Um. 2002 does actually sound more accurate. Maybe 2003 or four. My biggest thing is the, the stinking. I'm oh, sorry. I apologize. It is 2005. Hey. Perfect. Go. So in 2005, that puts me at. Uh, I was eight. <laughs> yeah. So 2005, I think I was 16. So. Uh, younger, obviously, than what Sam and Dean were, but, uh, real quick, what were you gonna say? Oh, when you talked about pop culture reference mm-hmm. and how, like, 
we like lived it. I just think the the, the attire, the low rise jeans, yeah. <laughs> the low rise jeans and the layered shirts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's nutty because you sit there and you're watch you're watching these things that they're talking about nearly twenty years ago, and and to most people it's like wow, it's like you know people really dress like that, people really you know wore like that. Um, but then we sit there and realize, like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to be 34 this year. I was 16 when this came out. I lived through that shit. So it's a nostalgia feel at that point. So for some listeners, you're looking at nostalgia. Other people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think wow. um, the nostalgia, not only with the pop culture, but in the clothes, but also, like, the technology. Oh, like, the, the flip phones. The cell phones and just yeah. the fact that, you know... Sam had this, like, clunky laptop and, like, you know, just all those things, I think, at least for me, because I was 14, 13 or 14 when this show started, so I was a teenager, kind of like yourself, Travis, because we're old. Um, We're old, that's true. But, um, you know, it's like, I had, you know, I had those phones, you know, I I had the chunky laptop where you couldn't connect a Wi-Fi anywhere you went. Mm -hmm. There was no texting. Like, you know, you lived that old tech era, and it's it's kind of funny to go back and remember that. Phones Mm -hmm. actually had buttons. I miss buttons. Oh, I I used to love it. I I could do my whole text without looking at the phone. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was the best like not look at the screen texture mm-hmm. and when because you know you had to hit the number so many times to get the letter you wanted yeah i did that shit so fast mm-hmm. it was like i was a motherfucking flat <laughs> <laughs> i i do i miss the flip phones or the ones you would slide actually having buttons to push it's like mm-hmm. kids now don't understand no. or or that you couldn't be on a landline and the internet at the same time mm. <laughs> they have no idea yeah, yeah it no was freaking idea. Do you do you know how many times I got yelled at for picking up the phone while someone was on the computer and it messed it up? Mm. More than once. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is when you were on the computer and you knew you were about to get a phone call because the speakers would make a funny noise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, and and kids kids nowadays they don't they don't understand that shit. I mean, like, there, there's there's people that, like, I see in passing, like, I guess a lot of this is these wrestling shows and shit, when people want to come up, it's like, oh, my God, are you travesty? I'm like, no autographs, kid, come on. And, uh, you know, they're, like, haven't been, they were born after, like, 2010. Ugh. Like, like, I graduated high school, had a full-time job by the time this child was born. And I was like, holy hell, like, they'll never understand like some of the shit that we grew up in. I mean, Morgan, not so much either because she was fucking Sunday school age, you know, participating, not teaching, you know? So oh it's God. like, I know, right? Crazy. But, uh, full circle shit. That's how I do it. Um, but it's awesome because I love how you guys incorporate that into the show. And you guys, it's like, oh, you know, in case you missed this, this was related to this, which happened at this time and everything. And it is, a, and there's, a, there's a little bit of weirdness when, you look at the show in 2005 because they're, you know, they're driving around in an old Impala and they're listening to 70s and 80s rock music. So there's like four or five generations of shit happening. Um, another episode that I love, I, I can't remember which season it started. I'm going to say four, five. I'm going to say maybe five. Um, when Dean is gone. And Sam converts the Impala to an iPad or an iPod. Dean gets so pissed. Oh, he yeah. does. 
Right? But and then, and then the thing is, like when I, I was thinking about that show the other day, because I was like, you know, I do love that show. But that dawns me, they don't make iPods anymore. Nope. Oh, nope. iPod classics, man. Mm. Yeah, they just don't exist. But that it's it's a relevant point to the show. They talk about how long Dean felt like he was gone compared to how long he was gone. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, tell me, tell me what you guys have planned. Uh, what you guys, what you guys look forward to the most, continuing on this uh, journey in your podcast. Um, I think you know. Going into season two, I think we're we're really looking forward to, and we said this in the season finale um, last week, is just the fact that we're going to expand character-wise outside of Sam and Dean, even John, um, you know, in, a mul- in multiple different directions. So we got introduced to Bobby in the season finale. Oh, yes. Um, you know, there are going to be some extra kind of B characters, I suppose you could say, that are going to come into play pretty quickly, and I think we're very excited to be able to talk about them and like the relationship aspect and how those characters play a part in this um and i think you know just continuing to kind of watch this grow and hopefully you know be as famous as you are travis we want a sponsor maybe have a sponsor someday yeti or starbucks please sponsor us yeti or starbucks yes <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see if I can find you guys. I could, I could probably get you guys a sponsor. I mean, nah, really? no, we're we're good. We're just joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, get a sponsor, it, man. It, here's the thing. Because I, I I'm pretty sure I've mentioned to this to you guys numerous times. I don't know if it was on the show, off the show, or not, but there is a spot in Freaknet Studios for you guys to be a part of it if you so wish to do so. <laughs> Travis, and we appreciate it. Uh, I just don't think we're quite we're quite ready. We are strong independent women. Oh my god. And we we like to do things on our Good own. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. you know, and I and I I respect that because you guys want to do it on your own and it saves me for him to give you money. <laughs> Oh, wait, so. you're going to pay us? Yeah, wait a second. No, you're strong, independent women. You guys can do this on your own. You appreciate my offer. It's, it's totally okay. You guys could, you guys are crushing this on your own as strong, independent women. Don't, don't, don't be the women who want, you know, want the fucking money now that it's mentioned. No, Lamborghini drove away. <laughs> I don't want a Lamborghini. Yeah. Well, you I'll have to. I'd like, I'd like to buy a new podcast table, but. <laughs> I'll wait to find one for cheap for like 80 bucks. <laughs> We could use that one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I, I get, it. I can actually put you guys in. Uh, it's not so much in touch, but I can give you guys some ideas on sponsors that are fairly easy to be a part of. It's just there's things you just gotta go through. Like so, I, so for me as a podcaster, when I started podcasting, I had Fire Pit Bar and Grill as a sponsor of my show, and uh, I think I mentioned it on this show, and I may have, I may not, I don't know, but. It wasn't really a sponsorship as it was a, let's say like a faux sponsorship. It was just mentioned. I was just doing it as a, as a, uh, a favor to a friend. So I, I was sponsored by them, but they didn't really pay for the sponsorship. I was just doing it as a way to help them support their shit. But at the same time, make it seems like, you know, we got sponsors. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then that led to us having DapperTize.com. And we had them for a couple of years until the owner of DapperTize uh, just couldn't run the business anymore. Life got in the way and had to shut down, which was unfortunate. And then we got uh, Audible.com, which it's an easy sponsorship. I can tell you guys how to get that. It's super simple. Anyone can do it. Um, and then we got BallWash.com, which was amazing until they started doing their, you know, corporate bigger, better than ever bullshit. And we, you know, we separated. And now I got CarterComics.com. And I love CarterComics.com because it's it's a personal relationship I have with somebody that believes in us and has faith in us enough to achieve what we want to achieve. And um, the biggest thing that I strive for with CarterComics.com is find the ability to grow FreakNet Studios as a whole. So I don't want you guys to think that I'm offering you an opportunity to be part of FreakNet Studios as just me. I don't want you guys to think that I don't think you can do it on your own because I have 100% faith in you that you guys are going to be able to do this on your own no matter what. I think you guys are going to crush it. You guys are going to be successful. The only reason I want to have people join FreakNet Studios is because collectively we can help build each other. And that's like, and it's, it's a community that I want to grow. It's like, it's like Potter and Family or Paprika or whatever the fuck you look at when you see these people like, oh, collectively we're part of this, you know, little group. And that's what FreakNet Studios is. <laughs> collectively us supporting each other, promoting each other and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I don't want you guys to think it's me trying to, you know, be like a dad to you in any way. You know, I have total faith in you guys. It's just there. I mean, I said I made the same offer to Clint. So don't think, you know, don't think you're special. Um, a buddy of mine who's starting up a podcast, you know, so I, I offered it to him too because I want to help my friends and people I care about as much as possible. And the one small thing I can do is say, Hey, just be, if you want to be part of Freaknet Studios, you know, you can share your stuff on our Freaknet Studios Facebook page. It's already there. I just add you on as admins. You share from that point. And all, so it just gives you another outlet to promote your shit. And it just helps as a collective. Like with me and Joe, we do our spooky cemetery bullshit thing. Then you guys can come along and do it with us because it's a Freaknet Studios thing, not a this freaking show thing. See what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the cemetery well, thing seems fun. Yeah, but since you guys turn me down, you're on your own. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. Um, this, the, the opportunity is always there for you guys if you change your mind. Uh, but no, cemetery thing is a lot of fun. I would love to have you guys on. You just have to travel to Wisconsin for like two days in the summer. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Wisconsin is great. I was recently in Wisconsin, just over the border. We, uh, my husband and I went on a day trip, and I had New Blair's beer for the first time, which is amazing. Yeah. And uh, we went to the Cheese Palace, which is a great time. Or if they would have a Cheese Palace. Or Castle or whatever it is. Mars okay. Cheese Castle? Yeah, of course they would have a Cheese Castle. It was great. Well, this is what I'm going to tell you, Lindsay. Next time you're at Mars Cheese Castle, I need you to find a bottle. It's called Travis Haas. Cherry pie shots. It looks like a Jack Daniels bottle, but I believe it's a white label. And it says Travis Haas, H-A-U-S-E. Or maybe it's H-A-U-S-E-E. I don't know, whatever. But it says cherry pie shots on it. That shit is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> if, if if you sit to yourself and you're like, you know what I love? I lo- Do you like the flavor of cherry? I do. Okay. Have you ever had cherry McGillicuddy's? No. Okay. You need to fucking get out the rock that you're under. Ah! 
go to go to any bar in the Will County, Kankakee County area. They all have Dr. McGillicuddy's cherry. Try a shot of that. Make sure it's chilled because if it's not chilled, that bar is a fucking monster. You move on to a better one and then try it. And then once you love it, realize that Travis Haas Cherry Pie Shots, which isn't a sponsor of the show, but I gladly take their money to talk about it, is <laughs> ten times better than that. All right, I will. I will keep that in the forefront of my mind. That was a very 100%. passionate description. It's a phenomenal shot. And while you're over there doing that, check out the uh, the uh, Bristol's Renaissance Fair that's right down the road. And across from that is the Jelly Bean Factory, and I recommend taking a tour because I've done them all, and they're all phenomenal. <laughs> oh. Well, we did talk about going to the Renaissance Fair, and we ran into some Renaissance people in the bar. Um, but uh, I do love a good uh, factory tour. So, can, we'll can, you do me, can you do me a favor? If you if you go to the Renaissance Fair, uh, both of you need to go. I need to dress as Sam and Dean as if you are pushed back through time in the medieval era. <laughs> and vlog, like Clark and vlog that shit. It would. That vlog that shit. Why can't I dress like Daenerys Targaryen? Because I don't know that's that. not Renaissance. Sure it is. What the fuck okay. is that? Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah, what, why does that name sound familiar? Because it's from Game of Thrones. She's the oh, queen. that's why I have no idea what the hell it is. I never watched that stupid show. Oh, my what? God. Not that good of a show. What? It's, no, no, no. You just got to get past season one, bro. And then it's amazing. I never got past episode one, bro. Well, bro, you have to get past the weird sibling relationship and you'll no. be fine. No, you know what? I couldn't get past the midget getting dumb. Fucking gave up at that point. The midget, you mean, um... Peter Dinklage? Yes, he's a me. What's, like, literally what's his name? my what? favorite character in the whole he show? He is! He's the best one! No, no. As soon, you know, I was watching an episode, and all of a sudden he's just some douchebag, you know, little person who who's belittling this, uh, this harlot of a lady. I'm just like, I can't get into this. Same thing with fucking Walking Dead. I couldn't get into that garbage either. Uh, like, I still haven't finished the very last season. Yeah, I just give up on it now. No, no, I've made it this far. I gotta finish it. No, trust me, it's okay to give up. It's not the same. The first few seasons were amazing, and then it got stupid. It's all stupid. It's not all stupid. It is all stupid. Is there an episode in season two you're looking forward to the most? Yellow Fever. Okay. <laughs> is, it be- is it because of Eye of the Tiger? Um, oh, is that when he dances the eye of the tiger? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's, I think just seeing Dean scared like that is just <laughs> funny. Um, and Bobby is pretty funny throughout that oh, whole episode. I love so Bobby. I, I like, kind of like that whole dynamic of things. Um, and I mean, yeah, I and Tiger, it's pretty iconic. It's kind of like carry on. Do we uh, do we meet Jody in season two? I can't remember. I think that's three. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's three. I love Jody. Yeah, I want to say it's three because I think the last time I was binge watching it a couple years ago. So I mean, how well is that memory of mine? Um, I got to think of myself I'm like Jody's got to be coming up soon because I mean the fact that that is based off Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite classic fucking movies. Now, that's also like one of my favorite episodes because I, 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 not the new Pet Cemetery that came out like, a few years ago, but the one that has uh, uh, Herman Munster in it. 
Yeah, yeah, the, the first one for sure. You know, yeah. um, and I know we didn't really talk about this, but I do love the writers and Eric Kripke's like real, their dedication to classic horror mm-hmm. in in some of, especially these early episodes. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I and I know I mentioned it in the last uh, interview about how uh, the first three, maybe four seasons, but at least the first three I know of are like the, I think they're the better ones because they're kind of like darker. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the, the technology hasn't caught up yet to what they're going to get in the, you know, the later seasons, the mid seasons of that. So they're really, first off, I think they're still really working on like a small budget because Supernatural in the first three seasons wasn't really getting the money from the network, uh, like it is later on and, you know, I was, you know, season 10, 15, 20 and shit. Uh, and I loved it that way because it seemed, it seemed darker, seemed cringier, uh, a little grungy-ish. Yeah. And I love, and I love that now, because it gives you more of a scare factor. And I think that's what made it more incredible. And you I remember, I'm a bitch when it comes to fucking horror. Can't do that shit. I love, like, I can sit here and I can watch these Supernatural shows. I'm like, oh, God, I remember this part's fucking coming up. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, I love that uh, I get to talk to you guys about this. Uh, I love that I was there from the beginning, and I love that I'm there still. Um, and I look forward to talking to you guys more about this. Uh, you don't have to send me back on your show if you don't want to, but, uh, you know, it'd behoove you because I'm awesome. Um. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about yet that you guys want to let, you know, listeners and stuff know about the Babes of Lore? Um, I really want to get merch. <laughs> I love a good t-shirt. So why don't you get merch? Yeah, think, well, we can't put uh, John, Winchester, John Winchester is a D-bag anymore. Because you guys realize he's not a D-bag? No, that's no, definitely not because why. we want people to buy it. <laughs> um, no, I think um, I think the big thing is is just you know obviously we want to continue to grow our listeners, um, and I know we have to be more consistent about our social media presence, which is which is on us. Um, but you know, I I think you know it's just. We're just trying to continue to grow and continue to be, to be consistent, and we probably should uh, get a TikTok or something, but we'll work towards that. Well, something that I wanted to say earlier, and then I forgot, and then it just popped back in my head, was... Um, uh, why were you um, eating chicken? No, I'm done eating my food, thank you. Uh, it was delicious. Thanks for asking. Um, you're welcome. Um, I want... Quinoa is a perfect protein. It's God. really good for you. Anyway, stop distracting an adhd with random things, okay? I'm, i i got to stay focused. Ooh, Lindsay, butterfly. Lindsay wants to go home. <laughs> okay, okay um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I want to be better about um, when we know that a busy week is coming up or a holiday is coming up that mm-hmm. we, like, record two episodes at a time. And that, um, because I'm, I'm just thinking to what's coming in June and there's a festival that consumes our lives in June. Um, and so I'm already thinking like, ah, oh, crap, we need to record ahead because it's going to be a, it's going to be a busy time. Yeah. Um, and so I want to be better about making, about like time management and making sure that we 
dedicate time to do that, even if it's like a Sunday, Monday, or we do everything on a Sunday afternoon. Um, and yeah, so I want to be better with planning things. Um, and making sure that we don't have as many breaks <laughs> as we've had. But, you know, something mm-hmm. that we wanted to keep at our core is that this uh, is always fun and that it never becomes something forced because then it's no longer fun. And this is just a fun side thing that we do in the midst of our full-time jobs and um, dealing with life and family and other extracurriculars that we put ourselves in. And, um so I want to keep it fun, but I want to be more consistent with it as like now that we know like what it takes to make it happen, I think we, we could do a better job of planning like, okay, we know this week, we're like, like I said, in June, we know we're going to have to record ahead maybe two yeah. episodes, one up, ep- like because Probably like four, <laughs> more four, because <laughs> like we know our lives are going to be consumed at this time. Um, and so I think we'll be better about it, but that's definitely something that I want to be conscious of moving forward is that when we have holidays or big life events happening, um, that we record ahead, but you know, life happens and if we're sick Mm -hmm. or something happens and we can't record, then, you know, such is life, but I want to be better about planning, um, when we need to record ahead and stuff. I think you guys have some really solid goals. I think uh I think you guys have a good plan going forward. And like I said, I'm just kind of so proud. Just really am. Just so happy for you guys. And uh I'm not taking credit for anything. I won't do that as much as I want to. I won't. Um I, I'm just I'm just kidding. You guys are crushing it and you're doing it all on your own. I'm really happy for you guys. Like I said, the first season, awesome. Uh I look forward to the next 14? 15? Uh, 14. A long 14. time. A long time. Long time. I want to have more guests. I want to get her husband on, my cousin. He is just a man full mm-hmm. of facts. And, like, on, not only is he full of facts and just, like, stupid smart, um, but, like, he he's also a fan of the show. And, like, that's one of the, um, the fandoms that we relate on, like, the three of us, is that we all love Supernatural. And we love, love Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Those are like three of our most bonding, um, things between the three of us. And so it'd be cool to get him on, but whether he would, uh, do that, I don't know. He's kind of a party pooper, so I don't know. He says, he, he, well, he is. He says he's a realist. I'm like, no, Brian, you're a pessimist. No, I'm a realist. No, you're a pessimist, but it's okay. Mm, I'm a realist. Um, <laughs> no, I, I guess I think guests are wonderful. Um, and the way you guys, because uh, it's different for you guys, because obviously with me it's more of an interview based thing, as uh, I attempt to do here consistently and sometimes fail. But you know that is what it is for me. Uh, but your your guys' guests are almost like like third chair co host. Yeah, which is fantastic. And yeah, when you get uh when you get like you know friends and family on, it's so much easier. Um, because you know you got that comfort zone, kind of like how you guys have with each other. You have that comfort that just like you know everything just click. Because at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're just reminiscing about a show that you guys love. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, I th- I think that's terrific. And I hope you do. I hope you get your your husband on, and I hope your brother comes back on because that episode was amazing. Um. <laughs> I would love for you to get your brother, who's a douchebag and won't listen to your show, on. Right. Um, well, technically, it'll be here in June. Hey, hey, yeah. hey! 
he's been a he's been a, he's been a real crap about him, but you cannot. Okay, no, he's, no, a, no, he, he's a real he's a real John Winchester. Okay, um, what? Hey, hey, he, he has his very supportive, kind, brotherly moments, okay? But he's also very mean and sarcastic sometimes as mm-hmm. well. But we've had many of good, you know, nice sibling bonding conversations. But my podcast was just not one of them, and it's fine. How, how, how old is he? Uh, oh, 34? Is he 34? I don't know. He was born in 88, so 34. Oh, 35, bag. Yeah. Oh no, he will be. He he's in the navy. He is serving our country. Okay. Oh God, cool royal douchebag. I don't care. Ah! Um, well, maybe we can get him on. He did kind of on Supernatural. I don't know if he like how far along he went with it, but he will be home on leave in June. So maybe we can force well, him to. The one thing. The one thing I'll tell you. I think the benefit for him coming on is like, does he do podcasting? Is he a podcaster himself? No, but he listens to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So until he realizes how it is to do the show, it's hard to really dictate how the show is. Because yeah. and here's the thing, and this is the thing that you, I, uh, Joe's other show we all have in common is like we're not Joe Rogan, we're not um, loves Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're not. And this thing, we're not Joe, we're, we're not celebrities who could buy all this expensive ass equipment and put on the show. This isn't our career. We all have jobs that we do outside of this. Um, you know, we're not fucking silent Bob. We're not these big ass dudes. We're not fucking Bert Kreitzer and Tom Segura. It's when, when you realize that you get into this as a hobby or a passion or whatever the hell this is to you, when, when you put out the content that you do, it, to be ju- to be judged on it sucks. I mean, when I do the and I, I know Lindsay's got to go and I, I apologize. We're no, almost, I, she I was just joking. I was no, just I was just no, being sassy. I get <laughs> it. It's me. I'm lonely. I never get to talk to anyone. So it's yeah, me. maybe. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, when I look at the the cemetery vlogs that we do, and I'm very proud of those because they are being viewed so much more. Uh, than they used to be, and we're getting so many more subscribers to YouTube. It's phenomenal. Shout out to anyone who does follow us on YouTube at Freaknet Studios and watch our videos. I really appreciate it. Uh, there's a lot of positive responses, but there are a lot of negatives that come with it. And I understand that doing this shit, that there's always going to be trolls or you know negative people that come into it. When it's an individual who you don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Like, okay, you know, you know, when somebody tells you that, you know, oh, the camera's shaking, it makes me sick, I'm never going to watch this again, I get it. You know, we we just got a good sponsor that we're able to buy equipment, so next the next series we have a gimbal, and we're going to get uh, microphones, everything's going to be a lot better that time around, the next time around. I can learn from it. I had my brother-in-law message me the other day talking about how when me and Joe do these lives and stuff, Joe's really quiet compared to me who's really loud. And I think that's more of Podbean than it is our stuff. But it's cool because he gave me constructive criticism. But if I was getting negative feedback from a family member telling me like what I'm doing, you know, sucks after only listening for six minutes, I mean that's, that's not that's not a supportive fucking person. That's a douchebag. I love I love my family. I love listen, I love my family. My sisters, my brothers, I love them all to death. But some of them are assholes. And it's okay to admit that. And they know it. It's fine. Well, 
I'm sure your brother, your brother's a great person. And hey, he's in the Navy. Support him 100. Thank him, you know, from me for supporting our, you know, for 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 doing what he's doing, playing his, playing his, you know, going to the front lines and defending this country. A douchebag. He did give solid advice after he yeah, was. What, what the, was it? What well, no, he just said, as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, like, you just have to be yourself. Like, stop trying so hard to be funny. Like, just be yourself. Make sure you do solid research. Like, don't do some, like, you know, half done. Like, like really do, like, good research. And so, like, he was nice about it, but he started it off with the little sassy, sarcastic comment. Cool. Do you know which episode he listened to? The first one. The first one. And has he listened to any of them since? Honestly, I have no idea. You should ask him because if he's giving you advice on how to do better, he should see if you took that advice and if you did better. Well, he should. But did he? Who knows? Who knows? You should ask. I'll ask him. Uh, you'll ask What's well, funny is if we get Brian and Josh on together because those two are thick as thieves. So that would be funny. It would be a very – I don't think we'd get very far. I think it would just turn into like a whole – BSing conversation and them just like making fun of us and I don't know. Well, maybe maybe what you guys can look to do, and again, this is just another suggestion. You don't have to do it. Is you do your you know do the do the watch along and uh, the information and do your shows like you're doing it. Um, I think every season is somewhere around 22 episodes, right? It's all pretty consistent, except for the third. The third one has like only 12 or 14 or something. Oh, because the writer's strike. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, so do the shows like you normally do. Do the whole seasons and all that stuff, and then the the next episode. Because I, I still don't even know if you guys like. So you finished season one of Supernatural. Is your season one officially over now, and your season two is starting along with Supernatural? I would say so. so we really didn't discuss that. To be entirely mm-hmm. honest, um, we didn't discuss like breaking our show up into seasons. Yeah. So um, I guess we could say yes. <laughs> I feel like well, it only makes sense. Well, because the reason the reason I ask is when you look at your shows and how you release them, you have them as like episode one, you know, pilot, episode two, episode three. So when you do episode 22, is the next episode 23 or is the next episode one all over again? Oh. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. That hurts right. my head to think that. <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is, anyways, the reason, the, the thing I was getting to is like maybe at the end of every season of Supernatural, let's go with that. Um, maybe you just get a bunch of people together and you guys talk about the season as a whole, a collective like, like recap. You know, like they do those like goofy, uh, like uh, Walking Dead. They do like the the, the Talking Dead or whatever. Oh, yeah. kind of, to recap the episode, but what you guys do is you just recap the what what happened in the entire season, and it's just you guys just bantering, just bullshitting, just talking and stuff like that, and that could be the final episode of that season until you roll into the next season. Makes sense. It's yeah. a good idea. It just gives you it gives you a little bit more episodes, and I mean obviously you'll be fine. You got nearly a decade of episodes to cover, so you're obviously you're not going to run out of episodes anytime soon. It's just another way to to get your guys' personality out there into additional episodes and more content for your listeners. That's a good idea. I know. I'm a genius. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, real quick before we say our goodbyes, uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media and where they can find your podcast. Yes. So you can find us on social media on Instagram at um, babesoflorepod. 
Um, and then we, our podcast, you can find it on just about any platform, but may Spotify, um, Podbeam, Google, and uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming in and sitting with me, talking, uh, keeping me company on this day. <laughs> Uh, make sure, uh, all of you out there, you go check out Babes of Lore, uh, wherever you find your podcast. Make sure wherever you do find them, like Spotify, perfect example, make sure you do subscribe to their podcast and also hit the notification bell so you know when their episodes are coming out. Cause you guys usually release them, uh, every Wednesday morning. Uh-huh. You do. Um, don't, don't yawn. Uh, yeah, please <laughs> subscribe, turn on notifications, um, you know, rate the podcast. We'd super appreciate it. We want the feedback from the people who listen. And, um, you know, we definitely just want to continue to make the content for people who want to listen to it. So. 100%. Make sure you do subscribe to them on Instagram because a lot of the photos they put out are show related. And uh, while you're at it, make sure you go ahead and search this freaking show wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Alexa, Amazon Music, Citra FM, Player FM. You know, just search it, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Make sure you check out uh, FreakNet Studios on YouTube. Hit the notification bell and subscribe. Again, thank you for all those who are doing that. Appreciate it. Love it. Those videos are for you. Enjoy them. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. That's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis C., and thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.